Life Happens with Pimelo Mutine. Pimelo Mutine on SAFM. On SAFM. After one o'clock, good afternoon. Thank you so much for joining us. It's, I suppose, day two of lockdown level three. I'm interested in finding out how you're doing. Are you less anxious? Are you excited? How does it feel? And I'm particularly more interested, especially in people who are running those very small businesses and how they've been affected and those who have gone back to work. Um, I'm thinking of restaurants. I'm thinking of small little outlets. And um, I read a a very heartbreaking uh, WhatsApp message um, that directed me to a Facebook page that for me almost brought tears to my eyes and this was of Karen Dudley. Karen Dudley I have come to know over the past couple of day, years as a, as a writer because I don't live in Cape Town so I'm not I didn't frequent her her wonderful uh, restaurant but I knew a lot about her books I have met her once only once and she's as lovely as you can imagine her to be. So everything that you see on the pages of her books and in her place where she served food, the kitchen, um, she's that and more. And I couldn't believe it. I, I just couldn't believe it when the Facebook page said that they are shutting their down, their doors down. And um, it struck with me because she's been running an outfit in Woodstock in Cape Town. It wasn't just another outfit. So it became this home away from home, if you know what I mean. It became a place of refuge for the community. It became a place where people gathered, where people laughed, where people shared, where people loved. And she became synonymous with what became what we now call the love sandwich. And let me tell you, everything about the kitchen is exactly that. The space of love. And my heart completely sank when I heard that she's um, thinking of permanently shutting it down. The stories in that place, I can't imagine. And I'm, I'm, I'm far away. I cannot imagine how she must be able to speak and not choke up when she speaks about that place. Karen Dudley joins me on the line. She's a founder of The Kitchen. She's an author of beautiful books. And... I think at this time, just a struggling entrepreneur. And and it's tough times. Karen, thank you so much for joining us. Good afternoon. Hello. It's so nice to talk to you. I have to tell you, talking about it and having the conversation about it is one yeah. of the best things that helps me process. And I'm, mm. and I'm kind of also, in a way... Um, Thank you for speaking to me too, Pamela, because I'm reaching out to my brothers and sisters mm-hmm. who are entrepreneurs yeah. and restaurateurs. And you know, um, there's, was... a great, there's a great feeling amongst us, you know, because you know what it is, Pamela. Restaurants are often not just restaurants, especially sort of smaller ones mm-hmm. like the kitchen. Mm-hmm. We're like really community spaces where, where people gather. You know, it's a, it's a cultural hub, as it were. It's where people connect and and I think that we're so sad. I'm so sad because um, it's all the stuff that we love, isn't it? It's all the stuff that we love. It's standing in a queue and hoping to find a place on a bench and eating something delicious and seeing a friend or making a new friend. 
Um, it's all that stuff, isn't it? It's um, also for you in particular. Sometimes there are, there are those places that make it because, you know, they've got really fancy stuff and fancy, yeah, <laughs> fancy exactly. fa- very fancy restaurants yeah. and all yeah. of that stuff. Yours was, as I, and I'm genuinely saying this, everybody says it was filled with love and it wasn't just you. Your entire staff compliment, put love in the work that they do, exuded love, and people came to buy love from you. I don't understand. I don't know how else to express it. You know, Pamela, we we would have people who would land at Cape Town International Airport Mm -hmm. and then take an Uber and come straight to the kitchen before they even went home, you know. It was that kind of a place. And, you know, I'm merely the, the visual part of the, all, yes. my, all my workers, yes. all my cooks who, mm. who cook with love, you know. Cook mm. with, you know, it's, it's a whole collaborative experience, you know. It's an expression. And I have to say, I'm so, I'm so proud of doing this thing of love because mm. um, we did a beautiful thing, you know. We did a beautiful thing out of love. We, we certainly did it for love since we didn't really make packets of money, to be honest. <laughs> it came out of love and we made it with love and we made it for love you know and um and and you know my my people are amazing you know um so uh, that's really the the great sadness you know and the people that we would see every day that you're absolutely right they are terribly fancy and amazing restaurants but they're not that many where people sort of come every day you know every day it's the you know Listen, um, um, you will obviously never, ever do this. In fact, I was telling my producers, I said, you know, Karen has this amazing ability of being just inappropriately humble. (laughs) I was telling them that she's inappropriately humble. Her humility is just a problem because she's probably going to say no. And um, because she's shy, she doesn't like the attention on herself because she thinks it's bigger than her. But I really want to speak to her because... At a time like this, I just want to celebrate what you have also achieved. I know it feels a little bit like a failure, Karen, but yeah. you, you've you done amazing, amazing. You've made us really proud. You've you. made us very Thank proud. You. And let's talk Thank about you. the day when sniffer dogs came up your alleyway. Yes. And um, <laughs> you didn't know what the hell was going on. And these sniffer dogs, my goodness, were coming with entourages and entourages of black SUVs. And important people were in these SUVs. people were coming. And you had no idea. You had no idea. Well, we had a little bit of warning in the morning. <laughs> and But, you know, we couldn't say anything because you can't say, hey, First Lady of the United States is coming here today. So we had to scramble to sort of clean up and fix up and make nice. And um, they closed the road for 40 minutes, which is unheard of. Normally, it's like a 30-minute visit. And they closed the road for 40 minutes. Sharpshooters on the roof. You know, no traffic about because because it was all closed off. Mm-hmm. And there, Michelle Obama <laughs> and her daughters and her mum and the cousins all came to the kitchen for lunch. 
And we kind of, we were a tiny restaurant. I mean, we were like a 16-seater restaurant, and we had to sit the entire entourage, you know, the chief of staff, the ambassador, and, you know, it, you know her, her mom and the ambassador were tussling over a honey mustard sausage, you know, and where the children were getting love sandwiches, and the music went on, and we had a party, you know. But can I tell you, can I tell you another part of the story, Pamela, yes, which I haven't yes, had a chance yes. um, to tell? Yes. So a few, uh, last year and beginning of this year, yes. these two incredibly handsome Danes, yes. um, who I think were engineers working on a water project in Cape Town, yes. um, would come to our shop mm-hmm. every, day, mm-hmm. every day, for breakfast, for lunch, and they'd did good looking, <laughs> and um, <laughs> and, um, and and just like sweet, sweet, sweet guy. Yeah. And one day they bring with them a friend from New York Library. Yes. And get this, this friend yes. has been told by his friend oh, Michelle Obama <laughs> to visit the kitchen in Woodstock. <laughs> Isn't that just beautiful, Doesn't Karen? that just give you chrilla? It just gives me chrilla. So, I mean, <laughs> isn't that, you know, as I think about it, it cannot go down without being documented, without being celebrated, because <laughs> my goodness, I also want you to <laughs> share something best. else. I want to share, yeah. I want you to share something else, because <laughs> a follow-up of that visit, where, by the way, she didn't eat meat, did she? No, she didn't. She had all various things, yes, and salads and falafel and, yes. Oh my word! And what did the children eat? And what did the mother, the they grandmother? They had love have? sandwiches. Oh they had love sandwiches. Yes, they seemed very happy. And you, you know what happens is that I think there was a moment there where she sort of did a little double take. I mean, she looked at me when I was introducing, and she did a little double take, and she was. It was. It felt like. What was that? Oh, this is going to be fun. Oh, this is fun. Oh, this is going to be nice. You know, and um, and they didn't want to go. You know, and they they were. But you know, they get. They get harried from one place yes. to the next place in this convoy of mm. cars and SUVs. And um, I think they just kind of, for that little moment, I'd like to think that they just had a really nice time. Yeah. And the yeah. people from the embassy said that she really had a nice time. Oh. <laughs> so, And you know what else is that, you know, people in the neighborhood, people on the streets would say to me, Mama, did, did Mrs. Obama really come to your <laughs> shop? And, you know, it was kind of like she she came to us, oh, you know, like this disbelief yeah. that she came to us. She didn't go to the five star places. She didn't go to the top, top, you know, acclaimed restaurants. She came to us, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and that's just meant mm-hmm. the world, meant the world to us. And yeah, I want you to take a deep breath because I don't want to let you go just yet. We've got a lot to talk about. We've got um, so much to talk about. Lots to talk about. Take a deep breath. It's OK. And you yeah. know what? It's okay to mourn the moment, Karen. It, it is really okay. is okay. It really is yeah. okay. Take a deep breath. We'll take a, a quick break. We'll be yeah. back with more. Here, there, and everywhere. Yeah. SAFM 104.4 FM in Durban. All right, I'm in conversation with um, Karen Dudley. She is the founder of The Kitchen that was a gorgeous, gorgeous eating hub in uh, the Woodstock in Cape Town. And as I said, it wasn't a restaurant. It was 
a love hangout spot, if that makes any <laughs> sense. And um, she's just announced that they're going to shut their doors down. And I'm so sad. And we just going back and we're looking and we're thinking and we're reminiscing and we just, is it the end, Karen? Are we sure? Is it, is it it? You know, um, it's, you know, when we, I closed the shop about a week before lockdown because mm. I suddenly realized, how am I going to keep people safe, you know? Mm. And in that time, I suddenly started having this kind of these post-apocalyptic sort of feelings like we need to grow our vegetables now. We need to get our water tanks up. <laughs> you know, we're going to be going to a cash economy. And um, and I knew that things were going to be hectic and I knew it was probably going to be a disastrous business because we didn't know how long it would last. And still, as you know, we're kind of going from day to day trying to figure out um, how we're going to do things. And things change all the time. But as time went on, I I kind of it's clear now that we are not going to have restaurants as we've known them for a good while. Um, if you think that all, especially when you understand that restaurants like like mine mm. are are like level zero businesses, mm. we need the contact, we want the cues, we want the engagement. We we can't have masks. You know how are we going to do it with masks? How do you take your mask off and? see someone or drink a coffee, you know, it's it's going to be difficult. And so that realization really is what that and and the fact that I obviously can't keep the, the costs don't stop, you know, yes. with a pandemic. Yes. Things just keep going on. So it just becomes incredibly expensive. And the truth is that I don't know many restaurants who sort of make packets of money mm. enough to have a big enough cushion mm. to cover you for months and months of, of rent and bills. Mm. So <sighs> okay. that, that is just, that has just That's become that. the thing. You know, I, 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 I had to stop the expenses and I had mm. to sort of my priorities trying to look after my people. And sure. because like I said earlier, the real value is in the people, yeah. you know, and also just a, I'm committed to them, you know. So, um, yeah, I get yeah, you. I, 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 I had to I kind of you. stop the. Ex- the, yeah, the expense, the bill from from the, that mill from going on. Now, uh, yeah. Karen, I've asked people to share their stories and to share their experiences of what you're going through as well. Yeah. I'll take those calls. Um, um, I, I will open the lines on oh eight nine one one zero four two seven. Brian, you're calling from George. Good afternoon. Hi, Pimelo. Yes, I um, just wanted to chip in that. Yeah. My wife has been running the old townhouse restaurant in George for the last 19 years. Sure. And uh, last night, yeah, we realized that it's not going to be possible for us to get keep going. Oh. And last night, she was um, oh. bitterly unhappy. And uh, we understand exactly how Karen feels. I'm really, really sorry. It's her place. Sounds wonderful. I'm sorry I've never got a chance to go there. Sure. We have a small boutique restaurant, sure. uh, very popular with um, foreign visitors, mm-hmm. um, and uh, we've had such messages of support and people mm. from Germany and from Switzerland mm. um, and from England sending us questions saying, please try to be open. We can't, we want to come and have a townhouse steak. Mm, yeah. um, but I, and, uh, but really it was the way that uh, Karen, uh, the way she feels is clearly the way that uh, Janet oh, feels. Right. Now she's had this for 19 years and we've trying, we're trying to keep our staff um, employed or paid 
by doing takeaways and uh, trying to keep going. But it's, uh, it isn't really, um, currently, no. as Karen said, it's not really uh, possible to make a... Uh, we're hoping yeah. that we will see some change and some, and we will operate differently. But um, mm. Karen's not alone. Um, there are, I think, thousands of restaurateurs yeah. who aren't in it yeah. just for the money, because we certainly don't make much money out of it. But we're in a, yeah. we have a passion for food and for the place. And we really, I um, hope that Corin um, goes from strength to strength in whatever new endeavors she takes on. Sure. And um, oh. I just wanted to know she's not alone. Okay, thank you. Brian, 19 years is a long time. Please send our thoughts yes, to your yeah. wife. Um, it must be very hard. And I, and it I, is. I, I yeah, she it. has this passion for food. Yeah. And Janet is, um, yeah, she's very special. And yeah. uh, last night, Sure. It's been very strong to now, but it's, uh, yeah. I can't see that we can keep going. And it's, uh, yeah, sure. Uh, but uh, thank you very much for, my, for the opportunity. You, thank you okay. for calling in. Thank you, Brian. Karen, thank you, Ryan. I feel for you, you know, I feel for my brothers and sisters because yeah. it's, it's just such a big loss. I was going to ask and, you also um, with and it's Brian. Kind of a loss into the future. That's what's so difficult, Pamela. You know, uh, it, it's so devastating because... Tell me, I mean, it's the same question I would ask Brian. What are you discussing with your staff? And you know why I ask? Because everyone has a different story to tell. Everyone yeah. has a personal story. And the reason this is hard is not because of only your story. You carry with you their stories. Yes. And exactly. I can hear it in Brian. I can hear yeah. it in you. That you yeah. are thinking of that cook that is a single parent, that yeah. has got mouths to feed, exactly. that has got another family maybe in Zimbabwe exactly. or somewhere or in Polokwane or somewhere in exactly. Mafikeng, that they, they yeah. rely heavily on only that one income. And yeah. and if that income is not there, that's the end for maybe 10 people yeah. in their lives. That's exactly it, Pamela. You know, it's all the people that I employ are are the breadwinners. Mm. So, you know, it's it's um, it's Lucia, a single mom with mm. a baby. Mm. You know, it's Auntie Noor who's sixty three with no pension. You know, it's just it's it's just hard, hard, hard things, and many families and the families beyond those families. You yeah. know, that need to work and. Um, and and that's really really oh, it weighs heavily on you because you know I think of you know Patrick and Malawi and um, you know our, our barista you know I just think of all these people it's very hard to know yeah and our hearts go out to you and everybody that has given love it really has been a place of love like many you represent so so many Karen thank yeah. you for your story thank you for being um, open with yeah. how difficult it is I know it's hard thank, thank you, you so for your story because it reflects Pamela, can, can yes, I go, just ahead. Say, go ahead can I just say quickly before yes, I go, go, ahead, go ahead. I have been so surrounded by love and um, by support and you know it's quite interesting our communities are out there you know it's all out there we don't have bricks and mortar anymore mm. but it's all out there and so many people have been so kind have given donations um, that have been that have enabled me to help my staff and I'm so thankful and so I want to just encourage people to keep 
keep supporting the small businesses, mm. even the people who are keep going from their garages and their, their home kitchens. Yeah. Um, support yeah. them wherever you can. It makes a great, a great difference. Karen Dudley, thank you. You will go down on our history books. Thank you very much for everything, for all the love. Thank you for all the love. The best. Thank you so much, Camilo. Thank you. Thank you. Founder of The Kitchen. And our love and respect also goes to the entire staff there. It's 1.30. Let's go to Utsile Saku for the very latest in headlines. Good afternoon, Utsile.